Hello, this is Michaela Folks with the Unbound Podcast, where we talk fat loss and fitness while having a sense of clarity, joy, and freedom for the body and the being inside it. You can find out more about me or more on these matters at MichaelaFolks.com, as well as on social media by the same name. Hello, my darlings. It's Michaela. So I've been wanting to discuss a little bit more about human growth hormone for some time. And so this is often a hot topic. It is often um, something that holds an element of allure and also a bit of confusion. Um, So I figured I would just discuss it a little bit more and also four ways to enhance human growth hormone naturally. So human growth hormone is responsible for growth during childhood, but it's also an important part of cell and tissue repair at any age. Um, Human growth hormone enhances physical performance. It promotes healthy metabolism. Um, It builds lean body mass. Uh, An element of why that ends up happening is because human growth hormone is also responsible for healthy testosterone levels, which supports muscle mass, and it also helps with weight loss. The brain releases human growth hormone into the bloodstream during exercise and also during stage three sleep, which is considered deep sleep. Uh, quality Quality sleep combined with regular exercise is really the way that we optimally create Um, a healthy environment for human growth hormone production, both day and night. Um, And conversely, low human growth hormone becomes more of an issue as we age because often older people actually sleep less. So if you are someone, whether you are younger or becoming older, whatever older is (laughs) in your world, um, whether that is in your 70s, in your 80s, in your 90s, I don't know, But some people think they can get away with less sleep and essentially less sleep not only increases the risk of heart disease and diabetes and obesity because human growth hormone is lower, but it also is something that increases the level of cortisol in our body, which additionally impacts things like weight gain and disease. So four ways to increase human growth hormone naturally and not with loads of effort, I will just say. So number one is quality sleep. This is the top of the food chain in terms of if you want to make human growth hormone more plentiful in your body, getting more sleep and better quality sleep sleep is really the deal. So human growth hormone is released during stage three sleep, which is deep sleep. Um, essentially stage three sleep sleep happens about a quarter of the time that we are asleep. It's the most restorative, um, and the most important part of our sleep cycle. Um, and when we're not getting enough sleep, we don't have enough time to gate, to get through the multiple cycles of stage three, which means that we aren't having the ability to take advantage of the surges of human growth hormone um, and creating optimal levels of human growth hormone in our body. Uh, So human growth hormone is released in pulses and in intervals based on the body's natural circadian rhythms, which are affected by daylight. 
Um, and this is something actually that I'm taking to heart a bit more. Um, so when the sun comes up, uh, so personally, I have very large windows in my room and I don't like curtains or shades. I think natural light is a wonderful thing. However, when it comes up super early in the morning, that can be disruptive for, for sleep. So one thing I've actually taken to doing is using basically like a sleep shade, um, which is really just like a cloth um, headband that I put over around my head, <laughs> over my eyes. But I do this actually, um, I, what I really wish to start doing is putting it on when I go to bed. Um, I did that last night because I have more of an awareness about this, but what it's enabling me to do is having less disrupted sleep because of light. Um, additionally, one thing I just want to say about stage three sleep is that, um, basically it happens an hour after we go to bed. So it takes a little bit of time to get us into this place, which is why we need a substantial duration of sleep and also undisrupted sleep. Um, so human growth hormone, a few things that are a little bit sad facts for some of us who tend to go to bed later is that human growth hormone actually is released in the largest amounts before midnight. Um, so essentially there is a big surge at 10. The highest surge is around 11. There is a slightly lower surge than that peak around 1130 and just before midnight. And those are the highest times, sorry, 10 going up the scale, 1030 highest tippity top of the mountain, 11 coming back down the mountain, 1130, um, still above base camp at midnight. So that's really like the peak time for human growth hormone. So there are pulses throughout the night. It looks like until like six in the morning, but they're all lower. Um, so if you want to heavily capitalize on this or pat yourself on the back, um, go to bed by nine. Maybe you are already ready going to bed by nine. Um, but that would be the way to take advantage of the um, human growth hormone cycle of how it typically is released. Um, or if you go to bed by 10, you will at least take advantage of the highest point, the largest um, burst of human growth hormone that gets released in the night. So personally, I am aiming to do more of such things. Um, but really quality sleep is something that, you know, obviously you feel better, but this is one significant piece that is really restorative, um, and also a, a great assist for multiple things that we've already mentioned, including weight loss, which is often a focus here. Um, so irregular sleep is also something that messes with human growth hormone, um, and so basically getting seven to nine hours is where we want to be. We want to have it be in, uninterrupted. So having darkness is really useful. Not having your pets in your bed, um, not allowing your animals to kind of like wake you up in the middle of the night um, or making sure that happens at a minimum. 
Um, you know, obviously children, things like this, it's another consideration, but, um, in an uninterrupted sleep is significant, um, especially for this cause, um, not being, not sleeping at odd hours. So meaning like, oh my God, I pulled this all nighter. And then I, you know, slept through the bulk of the day to the next day. And then I, you know, went to bed early the following day. And then I, you know, to have things all over the place is not as conducive to having optimal levels of human growth hormone. And then um, basically getting to bed earlier than later and nine o'clock would be amazing, which I also think would be amazing. It sounds otherworldly to be in bed by nine. Um, not because it's not possible, but it's not a habit for me. Um, or getting to bed by 10 would still allow you to take advantage of the greatest spike in human growth hormone in the night. Okay. So that's number one. Number two is exercise. Um, and a lovely fat burner queried me about this the other day, if high intensity intervals actually release human growth hormone and they do. Um, additionally, uh, aerobic exercise and resistance exercise, aerobic exercise with a little bit of intensity or pops of intensity or resistance exercise will also do such things. And it's the, um, it's the intensity, it's the intermittent high intensity that actually stimulates the release of the hormone. Okay. Um, so it doesn't mean that you need to be doing something that's, um, you know, incredibly exhausting, uh, the entire time, but little pops of, um, elevated intensity will help you to, uh, take advantage of the opportunity to have this hormone be released into your body. Number three is cutting out sugar. And I love that this is something that got spelled out um, when I did a little additional research. Um, and this is great for the topic of fat burning um, because it's the element of insulin that messes with human growth hormone. And so carbohydrates, um, if we're not clear on this yet, they're, they're fine at times, in my opinion, used strategically, had in smaller amounts, being really conscious about having them, having them for the taste, having them because you love them, but not because you need them. <laughs> Have a healthy relationship with carbohydrates, a non-codependent relationship with carbohydrates, um, where you get to take advantage of their benefits and not suffer from their detriments. Um, so, when we eat a lot of sugar or carbohydrates, we have more insulin in our system. And insulin is something that messes with human growth hormone. There was um, one little blurb in some of the research that I found about non-diabetic healthy people, potentially like you and me. Um, so people in a fat burning state, people that are eating a lower glycemic diet, um, meaning less refined carbohydrates, potentially less carbohydrates in general, those kind of people basically have three to four times higher levels of human growth hormone than people that are dealing with such things like diabetes, people that clearly have systems that are compromised insulin-wise. Um, the first thing that we do in Fat Burning Mastery, if you want to know anything more about that, um, five-week program that I take people through to get them into a fat-burning mode is to get the body more insulin-sensitive. And so for our purposes, insulin sensitivity makes weight loss easier and makes weight gain harder 
which you will have all of your live long days if you maintain an environment that supports being insulin sensitive. Exercise creates a more insulin sensitive body. A fat burning diet creates a more insulin sensitive body. Just having less carbohydrates can create a more insulin sensitive body. Eating less often creates a more insulin sensitive body. Doing intermittent fasting and using bulletproof coffee makes a more insulin sensitive body. That's those are things that we do in fat burning mastery. Yay. Um, but basically when that is the situation, not only is it beneficial for just straight up weight loss, but you're also enabling to have this additional aid in the form of human growth hormone. And one thing I just want to say that I like so get off on whenever I do additional research (laughs) about fat burning or some element of weight loss, I feel like I get validated about why, what, we do as fat burners, what we do in fat burning mastery, what I do myself, what I help people with, why it's so solid. And the a reason, ways to kind of um, see that, whether that's, I'm seeing that in the system that I work with, that I've created, but that happens with any solution that is really robust and solid for the result that you're looking for. And what I'm, why, what I see in that is that, uh, an expression of that is that there are multiple components to it, that you're hitting a problem from a variety of angles. And what that results in is a lack of failure, a, a, an elimination of failure, really. Um, because the body has so many elements to it, um, because we have so many pieces to what we, how we ingest things, what we need, um, hormones, calories, stress, our mood, our lifestyle, um, what we have available to us, if we're exercising, how we're exercising, um, the level of toxic load that's in our body, just for example, with fat burning, So when we address all these things kind of in a pretty clear cut and followable way, you can't fail. And I just feel like, so this is my area of expertise, but people have solutions for any number of things, whether that's, you know, buying a home, uh, dealing with finances, investing, you know, creating intimacy in your relationship. When people have um, a solution that really uh, lasts, like stands the test of time and gets you what you want, generally there are a multitude of factors that it is incorporating and addressing as a result. And so anyway, I just love (laughs) getting um, more backing about how what we do affects even more things that are supportive in terms of helping people to get, to lose weight and to keep it off and to feel more vital um, and to have less disease and to recover faster and for their muscle mass to be retained or amplified and for their metabolism to be at a healthy pace. Um, Anyway, that's number three. Number four is don't eat before bed. And so this is actually a cardinal rule um, with fat burning, fat burning mastery, is to have at least two to three hours before bed in terms of when you last eat and when you go to bed 
Four would be ideal, not more than six, because you'll start to get hungry. So essentially, fat burners don't snack. So we don't have bedtime snacks. That's a sugar burner thing that used to um, be me. Um, that is often people that I work with before we begin working. They need to eat something sweet before bed. Um, they want a little something before bed. Some of us, you know, would wake up in the middle of the night hungry. Um, that we're in a raging sugar burning state. But sugar burners don't snack. And so for our last meal of the day, um, I talk about the fact that people, uh, that that's a, a rule that we wish to adhere to. And there's been an awareness that it is because of human growth hormone. But at any rate, the reason why this matters is because whenever we eat, if we eat anything besides only fat, and so if you're only eating fat, you would know it. And that would come in the form of butter, oil or heavy cream only. And this is how bulletproof coffee works. Coffee has no nutritive value. Um, so you can put fat in it and it doesn't spike your blood sugar. It doesn't raise your blood sugar. But when you eat anything in addition to only fat, the blood sugar elevates. And so as soon as the blood sugar goes up to any degree, insulin also gets released. And it doesn't mean that it has to be this mega spike, hopefully not, but some insulin will be released into your system and that insulin disrupts human growth hormone. Um, and then additionally, I'll just say, especially before bedtime, human growth hormone is responsible for healthy levels of testosterone. And if you're a man, <laughs> you're probably all over what could enhance, support, assist your levels of testosterone. And so testosterone is not only um, helpful for things like our sex drive and feeling vibrant and vital, but it's also something that helps us to feel more confident, um, less anxious, less depressed. Um, it's a very, uh, and obviously helps maintain healthy muscle mass. Um, so men have it, and women have it. Men have more of it than women do, but women still have it, and we still benefit from the benefits of it. So at any rate, not messing with your human growth hormone production at night due to eating too close to bed will not only help with weight loss and all the other things that we've talked about, but it will also help maintain healthy testosterone levels. Um, so... Oh, and one last thing before not eating, before ending, before wrapping this up about um, not eating before bed is that when we eat directly before bed or when we eat directly before lying down, um, that can really cause such things as indigestion and heartburn. Um, and the one thing I want to say is that with, um, with indigestion, so if you do if you do eat directly before bed, which I hope you will never, ever, ever do again after hearing this, um, or if you do that, it is like so infrequent um, to not disrupt this glorious hormone that we're talking about. But if you do eat and lie down or go to bed, my encouragement is for you to lie on your right side. And the reason why is because as far as digestion goes, the path that food travels in through the stomach is actually more easily assisted in its journey when you lie on your right. Um, and you can check this out for yourself should you wish. 
but it is infinitely more comfortable to actually lie on your right side if you have a full belly versus your left or versus your back or versus your stomach. So you might want to check that out um, if you do. So that will help your digestion. It won't necessarily improve your chances of having better (laughs) HGH uh, production or release, but it's something that will make you more comfortable um, if you do find yourself in such a dire situation. Okay. Um, So that's it. That's it. So four ways to naturally enhance human growth hormone. Number one is quality sleep. We really want to hit stage three sleep, which is deep sleep, which happens an hour after we go to bed. Um, It's the most restorative sleep. It's the most important sleep. And so um, additionally, if we go to bed earlier than later, we get to take advantage of all of the spikes, the highest spikes of human growth hormone. Um, And they start at 10 o'clock. So if you get to bed by nine, that would be like freaking amazing. But even if you get to bed by 10, you will take advantage of the highest spike of human growth hormone, which happens at 11. But the highest spikes happen before midnight. So just keep that in mind when you are planning your evening. Um, And ideally, we want to get seven to nine hours of sleep. And this is actually something at least seven hours will support other hormones getting rebalanced, which also supports your thyroid gland, which supports your metabolism. So that's a little thing I didn't say right away. But that is another um, uh, what do I want to say? Fat burning mastery understanding sleep is an element of weight loss. And so not only human growth hormone getting affected, but also our thyroid and our metabolism getting affected when we get at least seven hours of sleep. Um, and so also having uninterrupted sleep and a way to do that is to not only like minimize distractions in the bedroom in terms of pets, but also light Um, so having the shades down, having a shade over your eyes, um, but the darker it is, the more your body will be at rest. And when we have light, that's when our circadian rhythms get activated when we, uh, we're kind of told that we should be alert. Um, but light is the thing that determines that. And so if we minimize it, we get to have more restful sleep. Number two is exercise and essentially having intermittent high intensity bouts in your exercise will release human growth hormone. So that could be during aerobic exercise, meaning like walking, jogging, or through resistance exercise, things like weights, or through like straight up high intensity interval training. Um, But those are, all of those options um, can offer you the ability to release uh, pulses of human growth hormone as well. Number three is cut out sugar. Please, oh, please, for every freaking reason that every one of these podcasts before this one has helped, hopefully, to illuminate. Um, But it's the level of insulin in your body that can really mess with human growth hormone. And so the more insulin sensitive you are, which fat burning will get you into that mode, should you wish to know more about that, check it out at MichaelaFolks.com or on social media by the same name. Um, But it will make... And being more insulin sensitive makes it easier to lose weight, harder to gain it, and will also increase your levels of human growth hormone. And number four is don't eat before bed. And so you want to have at least two to three hours, ideally four, not more than six. Um, And basically eating too soon, too close to bed will have insulin in your system, which will mess with human growth hormone, which will also mess with testosterone levels, which we do not want. 
Okay. So human growth hormone basically is considered the fountain of youth. Um, it's something that will help you recover quickly from energy. I'm sorry. <laughs> it will help you recover more quickly from injury. It'll help you with energy. <laughs> um, it's something that helps us maintain a healthy weight. And basically it creates a better quality of life, which enables us to have less disease as we age. So it's really a smart consideration to think about in your lifestyle. This might be a really straightforward motivator for you to get to bed earlier, to exercise, to reduce sugar or carbohydrates um, in your diet, and or to not eat directly before bed. And so if you would like a plan that can help you map such things out, I would totally encourage you to check out Fat Burning Mastery or even any number of coaching or training programs that are available to check out on MichaelaFolks.com. All right, that is it. I hope that was useful. Um, be in touch for any reason. Would love to hear from you. Would love to hear if you have any questions or concerns or if you felt outraged by the sharing. Um, would love to hear from you. All right, that's it. Thank you for your attention. Love to all, and uh, until next time.